Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey guys, what's good? Welcome back to Simpin' After Dark. It's your girl Ashley Mendoza back from my little mid-season finale slash winter breakaroo. It was nice, but I'm super excited to get back on here. I feel like so much shit has gone down in the world and online, like TikTok drama, Twitter shit, a lot. Just a lot. Like the pick me shit has not stopped it truly is a freaking pandemic at this point i feel like when i first started the pick me pandemic it was just kind of like a hee hee you know i've always taken it serious but like it feels like it's truly truly on the fucking rise i'm gonna talk about that a little bit more next week i am trying to line up some really exciting fun guests um, if you are new here though, Simpin After Dark is a podcast where I pick a song, usually R&B, and I get into the lyrics and use them to start conversations about love and relationships, dating, all that good stuff. Sometimes it's a little bit toxic, but it's really important to talk about these things. And then I talk about Twitter, like tweets that grab my attention that I'm like, holy fuck, I gotta talk about this. Or TikToks. There are a lot of great TikToks. Every time I'm on TikTok, I have to like save some shit and be like, yeah, I need to talk about this. So make sure to follow me on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Simpin After Dark. Today, the vibes are going to be slightly toxic. Not too much though, but it's only because this artist gets a lot of inspiration from Brent Fayez and Sonder. I was on his Instagram and I saw he like post screenshots of like certain songs and stuff. So and you can just hear clearly in his music the inspiration so it's super dope he is from canada his name is Avenoir. the song is called shameless um i will get into the lyrics in just a little bit tell you what the song is about but let me give you a quick rundown what this episode will entail okay first of all tory lanes <laughs> went to jail bitch 
I was so happy. I legitimately was fucking scared leading up to like the jury decision, whatever, like during the whole trial, just the way shit plays out. I really thought that he was going to get off. Like people were acting crazy. Like R. Kelly stands like people like there will be just a horrible, evil person that is being highlighted in the news for their freaking evil crimes. And they still have fanboys and girls. It truly is mind boggling. I can't wrap my head around it. It's super just like sad and just discouraging and makes you realize like how much work we really have to do. It is discouraging because it makes you feel like, wow, like we're having all these conversations and they're important. And like women and like some men are like learning about all of this, you know, misogyny and just violence against women and everything from it's a scale, right? Like not everything is as dramatic, but at the end of the day, it all contributes to a bigger thing. And it's important that we're talking about these things, but then you see how shit unfolds and it does make me sad because I'm like, holy fuck, will this work ever end? Do we ever get to come out on the other side, you know? But anyway, he was found guilty on all his charges. He is going to jail. I am so happy. I was really emotional when that verdict came back, but like happy emotional. I honestly did not think he was going to go to jail. Like, so I'm really fucking stoked about that. And even though his like fans are still not believing that he did shit, you know how shit goes. I didn't think anybody's mind was going to get changed, but at least Megan can find some peace a little bit and I know it's not everything because she's about to probably face a lot of backlash in the industry I don't know if she's posted or anything since that all went down I haven't checked but I haven't seen anything I follow her so if she is taking time for herself then that's great I hope that she is because she really deserves it and just like hearing how trigger warning if she would have known how all this was going to go down that she wishes he would have just killed her when he shot her. Like hearing that just broke my freaking heart. Like that is so fucked up. And I get it because I can't imagine being on the receiving end of so much hate for like something you didn't even do wrong, like being a victim and getting all that hate. But on that note, Andrew Tate was also arrested. And I am really hoping that Romania or wherever the fuck he's from is going to make an example out of him and that he goes to jail forever and rots. Oh my God. Like, yeah. Praying for that. We will see. I'm definitely going to get into like that whole thing, sex trafficking, grooming, all that, because obviously it needs to be talked about. I think a lot of people don't have the right idea of what it is. And all like his little incel followers, little tater tots don't think that he's doing anything wrong. And it's crazy. And it's sad because they're young boys and they're just looking to this grown ass loser of a fucking man for advice on how to live their life. And he's literally molding their brains and just turning their brains into just mush. So I need to talk about this just so like we can all be on the same page. I don't have no brothers, but I can't imagine finding out that like your younger brother or even older brother. I know older guys that support Andrew Tate, which is crazy. Like you're a grown man and you're falling for this. Like this man is a scammer trying to definitely go after younger guys and your grown man ass. 
likes him like loser shit but whatever yeah so we all need to get on the same page about what sex trafficking and all that is so little mini trigger warning once that comes later but one more thing i for sure want to talk about is a tiktok that went viral even on twitter by this guy his name username is black ryan seacrest he's one of those like dangly earring boys that is toxic i know many women have come up with this theory that guys that wear dangly earrings are just misogynist undercover that think that wearing a dangly earring is gonna make them better you know like painting their nails just doing shit like that like that doesn't mean you're doing none of the work and i'm so happy all the people that like came forward to drag him dragged him the way that they did men and women so his video kind of correlates to the song i'm going to be talking about because like i mentioned it's a little bit slightly toxic not too bad the song is really really dope like his four songs that he has are all amazing it's very just like that moody low-key r&b vibe his um vibe is very low-key too like on his instagram he doesn't have too many pictures of like his face or anything like that everything is just like blurred face or like from the side so i like that angle kind of adds to like the mystery about him so before i get into the lyrics let me go ahead and play some of this song don't talk to me at all i know just what you want you don't want anyone i know i'm what you are don't talk to me at all just feel on me to saw okay okay bop bop we love it so you see what i mean sounds very much like brent fayezy it was released august 19th 2022 happy new year by the way did i say that yeah happy new year and i hope everybody's year is starting off amazing yeah it's a fresh new leaf I know I said I was gonna like try to do sober January, but I have definitely been drinking. So on that note, I just want to say it's okay if you haven't started your New Year's resolutions yet. Like if it takes some time, tomorrow is still a new day. You can always start. Like don't feel like you have to wait till next year or till like the beginning of February. You know, like time is a fucking construct. Just start tomorrow and don't beat yourself up about it i know i still need to start working out but like i honestly have just been exhausted for no reason i don't know why and i'm not gonna let that like bring me down or make me not try to be better just because i didn't start right on january 1st and that might be a little bit of a cope but like at the end of the day it's okay it's not that fucking deep just start when you start hold yourself accountable obviously but don't beat yourself up about it that's all all right so like you heard from the lyrics pretty much this song is him basically telling someone that he is not in the right place mentally emotionally to be in a serious relationship so this is very common very relatable something that i think Every single person has been through whether it's you delivering that or somebody telling you that. And it's going to be very different, obviously, if you're on the receiving versus giving end. 
because when you're giving it, you feel bad. Like when you're saying that to somebody, sometimes it's an excuse. Sometimes it's just like, yeah, like you don't like them. It's an excuse. Sometimes you really fucking mean it and it's really sad, but you never really know. And then when you're on the receiving end, all you can do is take it for what it is. But you have to take it for what it is. Like, don't go and try to change nobody's mind or tell yourself like, oh, my God, like, it's okay. We'll change Like, you know, like, I can work with this. This is fine for me. I don't need something serious. Don't try to, like, trick yourself into, like, a shitty situation. You're not doing yourself a favor when you do that. So the song is interesting. It's like it starts with the chorus and then it goes verse one, two, three, and then ends with the chorus like okay i like it and the chorus is you know i love you girl that's why i had to leave i got some trust issues hope you still fuck with me i got some me issues don't fall in love with me i know you're hurting too so don't go out your way for me so this is like some player shit like basically he's being straight up honest and that's the thing being honest doesn't always mean that you are a good person Say you are saying this to somebody and you know they want something serious and you see that they are like trying to do mental gymnastics to make it work and you know that they're going to get hurt and you still go along with it. Like you're still kind of a dick for that. Like let's be real with ourselves. Like that's kind of an asshole move. And of course, everybody is only responsible for their own feelings and your choices. And that is stupid of somebody to like continue to fuck with somebody that's telling them I don't want nothing serious when they know they want something serious. But it's still kind of fucked up on the other person's part if they know that they want something serious and they're just like, oh, you're cool with it. All right, fine. As long as I get mine, like, fuck your feelings. Like two things can be true at once. Like they're dumb for staying if they know they're not going to get what they want. And you're a dick for still kind of using them because it is just like a like a form of exploitation like not on like no dramatic shit but it is like because you know that they are so like desperate for your love that they will put up with it they will put up with whatever and take you in any form they can even if it's not what they need and it's not going to be fulfilling to them you're okay with breadcrumbing them and that's like really fucked up on your part so yeah I mean it's better than leading someone on for sure and telling them you want something serious when you don't Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Whoa, sweet man cave. Thanks. Serious upgrade. How'd you pay for all this? I got a home equity line of credit from Figure. I was approved in five minutes and had funding in five days. Wow, that fast and easy? Yep. The application is 100% online, plus no out-of-pocket costs. Just fast access to the cash you need. How do I get started? Go to figure.com and get that serious upgrade. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. But being straight up and honest is not always like, oh my God, you're the best. Like, you deserve a prize. You're such a good person. So, yeah, 
song is a little bit toxic, just a little bit, but it's a fucking bop, so it's okay. Like I talked about last episode with the whole scissor thing, I think it's okay to listen to shit that doesn't exactly correlate to your vibe and your morals, I guess, or like your whatever you're going through. Like, obviously, one day we need to, like, talk about real-life misogynistic-ass lyrics. But when it comes to this, it's kind of just a lack of emotional intelligence. And some people are just truly there. And some people truly think that they are being a good person by being honest. And we need music for everybody. And it's good to have different perspectives. Like, how fucking lame would that be to listen to music that is just, like, perfectly healthy all the time like i can't stand that fake positivity all the time bullshit not at all and i also just like that this music is out there because it just can kind of remind people of how toxic some shit is and of course some people won't take it as toxic immediately but you live and you fucking learn and that's how we all learn And also, it doesn't make you a bad person if you aren't really truly aware. Like, if you're not, like, actively trying to manipulate someone in the situation or exploit them or their feelings, you're not a bad person. Like, sometimes you just are telling someone, like, I like you and I'm not ready for a relationship, but I still want to be around you. And then, like I said, it's up to the other person, so they're saying they're down then the other person can just be like all right dope so we're on the same page you know no one is a mind reader so if the other person is just like yeah i'm down all you can do is take people's words as at face value so don't say no shit that you don't mean don't agree to nothing that you're not okay with because then you're just playing yourself verse one he says i feel like i'm losing my mind gone in due time I don't worry about it too much because I know worse than what you imply and about all the guys and what you was before us. So make up your mind. You know what's wrong and I'll tell you why you still be down. So kind of like going off of the chorus also when he says, I feel like I'm losing my mind and him mentioning before I have trust issues. I have me issues. That's just some shit that sometimes we go through maybe after a heartbreak or a relationship, a bad relationship, maybe where you have these issues and battles that you're dealing with internally and maybe you meet someone new and you're like oh my god I really fucking like them but you know deep down you probably shouldn't be in a relationship so that's why you're telling them like yo I got some issues some me issues some trust issues like you know what this is I'm telling you and if you're down then cool So there's just different like angles you can go about this song and different perspectives. So that's why I said it's like a little bit toxic, but like not like on no ill intent shit, at least. And he says, like, I know about all the guys and what you were before us. So it seems like to him, he has a reason to maybe have his guard up and maybe protect himself. It's valid. I hate the whole like body count conversation because it's just really dumb. That's why you shouldn't ask. But I guess like if you just know, like if it's somebody you're messing with and you know they mess with a bunch of people that you know, like your friend or whatever it is, then yeah, that's questionable. Like if it's people you don't know, then who fucking cares? As long as they are serious about you now, then who cares? 
But I could definitely understand feeling weird about messing with someone that has messed with people that you know. Multiple people, but even if it's just one, I would feel weird. Anyone would, I think. At least to, like, a degree. Because it could always be, like, an accident where, like, they had no idea you existed. And then, like, it happened a long time ago. And then that's just something you have to figure out with yourself. Whether you can get over that. I feel like it's valid if you can't. But, like, what if you're already in too deep in the relationship and then you find out? That would suck. And verse 2, he says, said, lovely girl at the club, let me know what's on your mind. Lovely girl at the club, how can we make this right? Lovely girl at the club, you coming with me back home. Lovely girl at the club, leaving all of her clothes. Okay, it's getting steamy. We're getting a little, like, hey, met you in the club. What's up? You coming home with me tonight type vibes, which I fuck with. And I know everybody is like, oh, don't fuck on the first date or blah, blah, blah. Like, okay, in general, yeah, that's probably good advice. But you cannot rule out like some romantic relationship developing just because you did fuck on the first night. It happens all the fucking time. And it's like such, it's just very dismissive to like tell girls that like oh you fucked on the first night that relationship is never gonna work out because it does work out all the time and of course i don't think that's something you should aim for if you're looking for something serious but sometimes it's like this song you just meet someone and you didn't think it was going to be nothing serious but then you end up just really vibing with them and my thing is like if somebody is gonna rule you out solely because you fucked on the first date or the first night you met that is misogyny. That doesn't mean shit about your loyalty or your character or nothing. Because if you're single, you didn't owe nobody nothing. So you can fuck whoever you want. And if you both were just respectful towards each other, then why can't a relationship develop after that, you know? Like the guys that are like, oh, she fucked on the first date. Nah, like she's not waking material. Like they're misogynist. That's shit they got to deal with. And if they don't want to like put up with it, whatever that is their fucking choice but it's also your duty to realize that those men suck and you shouldn't hold yourself back from doing something just because there are shitty men out there because why would you want those shitty men like you're trying to not do something that the shitty man doesn't want you to do because then the shitty man won't want you make it make sense you know like fuck those guys i think it's cute if you meet someone dancing and then you like fall in love you know it's like the drinks whatever it is but it happens we've all been out and like met someone and they're like your little boyfriend for the night and it's fun and if it turns into a relationship like that's dope meeting at the club doesn't mean like you're not worthy of a relationship you were both fucking there like what do you mean and then verse three is really good he says don't talk to me at all i know just what you want you don't want anyone i know i'm what you want don't talk to me at all. Just feel on me. That's all. I know on what you want. You don't want anyone. So I love the flow on that one and just like the rhyme scheme and everything. It's really smooth. And then just like what he's saying just kind of puts like the last nice little bow on everything where you're getting kind of like the full picture of what's going on. Because at first he's like, it seems like it's like a guy saying like, oh, I don't want this. Don't fuck with me. I'm not ready. I got issues. Blah, blah, blah. But then by the end, he's like, I could tell what you're about. And it seems like the other person's on the same exact shit. Like, he's like, don't talk to me. Just feel on me. I know what I know you don't want anyone. 
you just want me right now and like let's just keep it that way and that's cool and that's fun and that's fine <laughs> yeah so that's pretty much the song then it just ends with the chorus so it's like a little like toxic romance where maybe two people met at the club and they're both hurt and they're just gonna love on each other for tonight and maybe they develop a little bit of feelings and maybe something happens maybe it doesn't who fucking knows but for tonight like it's cool and usually when i talk about like not participating in hookup culture or how people women specifically don't benefit from hookup culture and should not really participate in it unless they find someone respectful that's what i'm talking about like if you just meet someone one night like it's cool like who cares like i'm so sick of like this new age rebranded christianity but it's just like it's this new age spirituality divine feminine bullshit like I'm definitely going to be talking about that shit for many more episodes because I can't talk about it enough. There's like a whole bag of worms I'm going to unpack soon, but not today. But just know it's so fucking dumb. And the only conversation we need to be having about hookup culture is not that like you're losing your value as a woman if you participate and like blah, blah, blah. These men are just going to wear and tear you and you're not going to be wanted by no guys like fuck that conversation that's not at all what I'm ever trying to get at I'm just like I think we need to change the rules or just like the standards for hookup culture because I can definitely agree that when you hook up with a random guy a lot of them don't give a fuck about you and they just use you as like a jerk off toy like they just use your body they don't give a fuck about you and yours and they look at you like dirt. A lot of them do. But that's why you got to weed out those because I think there's still a way to go about like one night stands and hookups to where you can still respect each other and still see the value in each other and still be fucking nice. And another thing like to do with that, because I've seen girls talking about how like if they hook up with a guy and then they need plan B that the guy doesn't pay for it. That's fucking insane. Like, why are you hooking up with dudes that aren't going to pay for your plan B, bro? That's fucking crazy. Like, yes, it's your responsibility as a woman to take care of that shit. Of course. But why the fuck would you want to entertain a guy that's not going to just be respectable enough and care enough? A guy that doesn't think twice. Like, yes, it's your responsibility, but he should also be thinking about it, too. It is his responsibility. It's just, sadly, it is our responsibility as people that can get pregnant to take care of it because if we don't, who will? But don't fuck with nobody that's not going to fucking pay for your plan B if you need it and who's not even going to, like, make sure you're good after. Like, that's so, like, ugly and gross and just, like, bad vibes. Like, ugh. And I guess that all, like, Leads perfectly into the TikTok I want to talk about by that guy, Black Ryan Seacrest. Because he basically talks about like how he was hooking up with this girl, like the name of his video, which it's probably still up. Like so many people came for him and he like doubled down. I don't think he like really not apologized or anything, but didn't take no accountability. Didn't seem like he was learning because people were really going out of their way to try to like teach him. Like, this is misogyny. And he really was like, this is not misogyny. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, bro, you think you as a freaking man can tell women what is or isn't misogyny? Like, sit sit down 
just listen to what people are telling you and like learn why is that so difficult you know so yeah the video's still up and like the title on it I think was like I had an epiphany or she gave me an epiphany something like that and he's just talking about basically he was hooking up with this girl or something or messing with this girl and then she's like crying in his face and then he has an epiphany where he's like I realize like I just I don't fuck with you like that I don't like you because if you were the one I will I would feel bad right now and I don't feel bad right now at all I feel nothing like she is crying right now and I don't give a fuck Mm. yeah I was very uncomfy watching that video and then raise yourself I go in the comments and there's like a girl that commented and it has like all these fucking thousands or hundreds of likes I don't know She's like, wow, the emotional intelligence. Like, excuse me, girls, women, ladies, boys, everybody, gather around. That is not emotional intelligence. Emotional intelligence means you have a level of understanding of how what you are doing is affecting other people and you do what you can to not hurt them emotionally. Take care of their emotions and learn how to read body language and signals and if somebody's telling you that they're hurt, you doing what you can to stop that or fix that. Being just simply ignorant enough that you had an epiphany that is just basic doesn't mean that you are emotionally intelligent. And I'm so tired of men having epiphanies. Like it's the same as the whole like LSD shit when or like DMT when guys learn about empathy for the first time and realize that there are other people living existing having emotions outside of them and like being able to connect and understand that it's the same as that when they're like wow i had this mind-blowing experience like y'all would never understand get on my level and it's like bro that's called empathy and i'm pretty sure we're all born with it like that's a whole other conversation if that's like inherent or if it's taught but you should have learned this a long fucking time ago if you guys want to see really good responses to that guy's video on TikTok, I follow at that brown girl with two U's or girl or her name is Xtina Brown. So she has a response video. If you want to check hers out, she's wearing like a yellow tube top. She has like no title for it, but I love all her takes too. And then there's also another guy I follow King Pierre or at Pierre Fleury underscore. He has a video also towards that guy. I don't know what video it is, but you should follow both of them. They both have amazing takes. I've learned a lot and like gained a lot of perspective from both of them. Just all really fucked up what he was saying because, and it ties into when I'm talking about like hookup culture, because if you're just hooking up with someone and you don't want something serious, you do have to kind of hold your emotions back to a limit because you know you don't want to get too involved you don't want to like fall too hard or whatever but you should still have a basic human empathy and a level of understanding and emotional awareness to where you're not treating this other person like shit and that shouldn't have to be this groundbreaking revelation to men or women you know we can all partake in this but specifically men But that's like mostly why I advise women against participating in hookup culture because there's just too many of these guys out there. And what Christina Brown said on TikTok was, 
He's a wolf in sheep's clothing. She wasn't, she didn't even tag him specifically. It was more of a general thing and just the shoe fit because it fucking fit. But her video was a more just like a general call out of men. Like I mentioned earlier that wear like the dangly earrings or paint their nails or like these men that love to build platforms off of talking about misogyny and patriarchy and addressing these situations. Yet underneath it all, they use these tools for manipulation and kind of just for getting girls to put their guard down around them because women see this and they're like, oh, well, he wouldn't hurt me because he talks about this stuff all the time. So uh, he understands what his actions will do and how his behaviors are going to affect me. And he understands that doing X, Y, Z is abusive or misogynistic. So it's pretty insidious. But I really do not trust a lot of these guys out there that talk about shit like that. And he's a perfect example of one just wearing the dangling earring, like trying to, you know, be more feminine, presenting as a way to, it's bait, basically. Because girls, a lot of girls like it. Girls that have unpacked a lot of gender expectations and are okay with gender fluidity. In terms of how we present ourselves, I feel like the more you unpack that, the more you kind of view guys and accept guys that come off more feminine and kind of crave that more even. And I guess I'll just say that's more for like, and I don't want to speak for everyone, so I'm not going to say that's like a fucking fact, but I just feel like that would happen naturally. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. So, yeah, like if you see a guy like that, it's kind of like him waving a flag like, hey, I'm cool. Like, I'm 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 good over here. Like, I understand I'm not a bad guy. So it's super fucked up. It's super insidious. And yeah, I don't trust guys that are doing all that because I'm like, hmm, have you actually unpacked? Have you actually done the work? Have you actually done any reading? Have you actually listened to women? Probably not. So that's why at the end of the day, all you can do is listen to what people say but most importantly their actions like that's all that's gonna matter because they could say anything they want but if their actions aren't matching then they're a fraud okay so now i have to talk about the whole andrew tate thing so huge trigger warning for like sex trafficking and grooming because i'm gonna get into it a little bit but let me start off with saying first, what kind of made me want to talk about this was that there was a video going around. What was it? Oh, it was like a video of some guy like in the subway, like doing some very like subtle hand gestures or something. And somebody was recording him and they posted him online and they're like, ladies, be careful. These are like sex trafficking hand signals. They're snatching ladies on the subway, blah, blah, blah. And I do not trust these things and I don't like them because see them all the time it's like oh be careful there's this new trick going around we're like they do this or blah 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 
They're like, I almost got kidnapped in Target. And I've definitely talked about this because this shit pisses me off and it's been pissing me off, but it's still freaking happening. So I need to talk about it again. And the reason it's really annoying is because it's kind of this like Hollywoodification of what sex trafficking is and grooming is because it makes you think it's like the movie Taken where like you're literally just going to get taken when you're out somewhere. And all that does is water down what real sex trafficking and grooming is. And it makes it so that when there are real actual sex traffickers doing something or actual victims speaking out, it just makes people be like, oh, that's not what that is. That's not sex trafficking. Like, shut up. Like, what are you talking about? You're being dramatic. And that's what people are doing to Andrew Tate right now about him. Like his followers are like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? He's not a sex trafficker, like blah, blah, blah. Even though he openly talks about exactly what he has been doing on his channel or whatever the fuck when he goes on other channels, he talks about what he does. He says exactly his method. He talks about how he meets these girls and then he like promises them he's going to buy them all these things or whatever, just shows them like the good life. And then he'll fly them out to Romania and be like, oh, Here's a laptop, though, like you need to like do join his cam girl business. And then I take all their money and now I own them and they make me money. And then I fly out another girl and then I have all these girls and like they're all my girlfriends. And if they don't want to do what I say, then I kick them out of the house, blah, blah, blah. That is literally sex trafficking. And he talks about this. And because we have all these other videos of like, oh, I almost got sex trafficked at Target. It makes it look like. What real sex trafficking is, is not actually that. And it's so fucked up because like, imagine you get flown out to Romania and you're having to do this cam girl shit and he's not giving you any of your money and then he kicks you out because you don't want to do this. You're trying to escape. Now you're stuck in Romania with no fucking money because he took all your money and he probably has your passport and shit. Maybe he gave it back. Okay. What are you going to do now? How the fuck do you get back home? How do you afford a flight? This man is fucking evil and disgusting. And it's crazy because it's always all the conservatives that are trying to like call out every single fucking thing and everybody else for being a groomer. The LGBTQ community, they're always trying to call them groomers and pedophiles or drag queens as if they're doing shit. And then they're inviting Andrew Tate onto fucking Fox News with that other fucking dumbass to talk. The call is coming from inside the house, bro. The groomer is right fucking there in your face. Like, I cannot fucking take any of them seriously. Like, it's just really fucked up. So I wanted to talk about the lover boy method because I saw people posting about what Andrew Tate is doing, like what he openly talks about his method. People are saying that's a lover boy method. So let me read to you what that is here on Google. The lover boy method. Traditionally, a lover boy seduces young, vulnerable girls and boys over a lengthy period of time in order to exploit them sexually later on. This practice is being used less and less. Nowadays, lover boys resort more quickly and frequently to threatening their victims using blackmail and violence, which we all know Andrew Tate has resorted to violence too. He could literally beat up a girl on camera and people would just be like, oh, she consented. Like, it's really fucking crazy so then i was looking up other types and i found this website safehopehome.com and there's an article it's from 2020 called types of pimps slash grooming and there's three kind romeo ceo and gorilla 
So Andrew Tate gives me CEO slash Romeo slash gorilla. He's like all of them. And that's the thing with this girl talks about. She was a victim of sex trafficking. And basically she talks about how she had multiple abusers and how they all kind of were a little bit of each one or they started as one and went into the other one. A lot of times it's like they start as Romeo, which, you know, kind of sounds like it. Like they're like, it's like lover boy. Like they love bomb you. Or, like, they'll breadcrumb you and then, like, withdraw to kind of create that, like, back and forth addiction, kind of trauma bonding a little bit of, like, putting you down and building you up and then eventually get you into sex trafficking. They'll be like, oh, well, we need more money. So now he met this girl at a strip club and he eventually started taking her money somehow and then was, like, in control of all her finances, her bank, her identity. And then he's like, we need more money. So now you need to start escorting and doing all this. So he literally starts pimping her out. And then he eventually turns into Gorilla, which is like the abusive one that just literally like trigger warning again, beats the shit out of her. She I don't even want to talk about what he said because it's like really fucking graphic what he did and just it's fucked up. But the CEO one, I was like, damn, that's definitely literally Andrew Tate and exactly what the fuck he talks about. And there's multiple interviews of him talking about this. There's one where he's talking to a girl where he's talking about like, yeah, I own my girls, my girls. He's always calling them my girls, bro. This man is a sex trafficker. So the CEO pimp views sexual exploitation as a business and views women as items which he owns or wants to own. This trafficker typically targets younger women or girls who are away from home, and they love to go for young women with aspirations in the modeling industry. The CEO pimp uses tactics like showing you a fancy life or a life in the fast lane, making you envious and then offering you the life you desire. They typically tend to brag a lot about themselves and what they can do for you. They promise you a next to perfect life with everything you can ever want, but they rarely follow through. Gross. And then she goes on to explain the other ones and everything she went through. But I want to talk about the last bit here. She says, this is like, the second to last sentence she says this may be controversial but i'd be willing to wager that the one common denominator among all these young women who are coerced into the sex industry is a lack of self-love self-esteem or security if we focus on that issue i believe we'd see less young women victimized and re-victimized so yeah i see why she says it could be controversial because it comes off victim blamey but, like, if you just take a second and, like, don't latch on to that, it's true. Like, you're, they're vulnerable and they kind of lack self-love in the way where it's, like, you're, you're seeking that love outside of yourself from somebody else. And that's why you accept it from somebody that's showing you all these flashy things because you haven't found that love within yourself or that security. And that all just stems down to probably childhood traumas are just like a fucked up life maybe you dealt with abuse before grew up in an abusive household so all this becomes normalized and then you just are not alarmed by these red flags when you meet someone that's doing these things and this might this might be a little bit controversial but i feel like blueface is like a pimp and krishan is like his victim in the way kind of like the sex trafficking way but instead of like making her escort He's just like exploiting her for views in a way. So I don't know if there's a different word for that, but it's very exploitative, very fucking abusive. And I just really hope she gets out of that relationship too. It's really fucking sad to watch. 
So yeah, I just would rather women really educate themselves about the dangers of men and be extra wary and maybe become a quote unquote man hater and be extra cautious than have no self-love and be desperate and be a pick me and end up with an abusive man or anything that is close to that. Any man that watches him even is eventually going to be abusive towards you. It doesn't have to be physically. It could be emotionally, mentally, but that's still fucked up. That's still dangerous. And I've seen like videos where people talk about Andrew Tate and then it was like when he got arrested and there was like a girl in the comments that was like, my boyfriend still supports him. Like, I don't know what to do. Girl, fucking leave him. Like, the reason that men like this and guys that support him have girlfriends is because women are too fucking weak to walk away from these fucking gross-ass men. Like, supporting him, even as a ha-ha joke, is not fucking funny or cute. It's not quirky. Leave that man. I know it's not easy, but, like, how is your coochie not immediately dried up just at him saying that or making a joke about how he's kind of funny and cool? want to have kids with this guy like hello think about your kids obviously you don't give a fuck about yourself think about your kids at least you want that to be their dad that's weird that's not okay i just need all the women to walk away from all the misogynists please none of them deserve a fucking girlfriend oh my god much less a fucking wife and i have a tweet here by at non-binary booty mother earth Reading, quote, Men Who Hate Women, unquote, it's a book, and learning that so much of the mainstream misogyny we see is a reflection of manosphere communities penetrating the public sphere and and reinforcing my belief that there is genuine danger in writing off misogynists as losers with no real impact IRL. Yeah, so she's 100% correct. I want to read that book, but I'm scared it's going to make me hate all the men even more but they really are dangerous like that freaking case is it ohio or idaho or something like that where this guy just went into like a dorm room and killed four or five people or something like that i think most of them were women and he was probably an incel willing to bet i haven't read enough about it so i don't want to talk about it but i do think we're seeing more and more threats of incel terrorism violence it's really fucking terrifying and i don't want to come on here and fear monger ever but i just want everybody to take it more serious than they are because the fact that these guys have girlfriends guys that support andrew tate or men like him have girlfriends is disappointing and just really disencouraging to everything it makes it's like we're going backwards all right everybody Thank you for sticking around. I hope you enjoyed this episode and that I didn't bring down the mood too much. But, you know, I'm just here to spread the word and talk about my thoughts. And hopefully you vibe and hopefully you can appreciate. And hopefully, yeah, hopefully we can get all these incels off the streets and we can get rid of Andrew Tate forever. I literally want him to rot in jail. Like, please. Um, Yeah. Hope your year has been amazing and i am really trying to get some really exciting guests locked in i am saving some topics for a girl specifically that i want to 
talk to about some stuff but let me know who you want to have who you want to hear be on the podcast like who should i reach out to who are your favorite people on tiktok that are la based maybe that you think would be good on here remember i am not trying to fucking argue with nobody so no misogynist or weird shit like that that is not my vibe this is not fucking just pearly things god that girl is weird she is not from here um yeah that's never my vibe so i'm trying to have like-minded people on here that can teach me things and that we can have conversations and that's basically what i'm trying to do just with this platform it's something after dark and it's about music and opening up conversations conversations whichever way they go so i kind of love that it starts as like more just romantic relationship type stuff and then it can expand and yeah i love that and shout out to Avenoir. go keep an eye out for him go follow him or whatever he's definitely gonna blow up he's super talented and yeah i'll see you guys next time make sure to follow me simpin after dark tiktok twitter instagram you can follow me ash underscore friday underscore on instagram also if you like and yeah next episode is episode 10 that's crazy we're coming up on episode 100 soon i'm not sure exactly when but yeah season six is back tell your mama tell your friends and give me five stars on apple podcast spotify whatever if you love me Love you guys, and I will see you next time. Bye.